Monday. It's February 20th. And the word of the day is gerrymandering. Used in a sentence, black people got bumped up from 0.6 to 1, but we still have gerrymandering. (laughs) That beats the hell out of representative democracy, am I right? Mm -hmm. Am I right? Hey, we don't know it's gerrymandering. Maybe Michael J. Fox draws all the voting maps. (laughs) (laughs) Open minds. I'm no illusions. (laughs) I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's far center, we are the Skeptocrats. On episode 44, we break down Trump's solo press conference to make us miss Christian movies. We remind ourselves throughout that he honestly thought this was going to improve the nation's perception of his competence. And his administration is pretty much down to an empty boiler room full of phones at this point. (laughs) But first, a moment of remembrance for the people of Bowling Green, Sweden. An Ode to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals Once upon a pen opined a puny penis potus signed an order that the borders be a little more crusady. And it seems that all the preparation was finding seven Muslim nations where he had no trade affiliation, but that ain't all that made it shady. It also nicks the refugees and green card holders overseas. Plus, he told some dude at CBC that he would expedite the Christians. I mean, Trump said as a candidate that he had important plans to get a sweeping Muslim ban, and it was clear that was the mission. But Bannon's bad at Bannon, and this thing was scrawled in crayon, and through a thorough lack of planning, they produced a tinderbox. Then along comes Giuliani, and though he's complicit in the con, he doesn't seem to know they want, he shouldn't tell the folks at Fox. So protests started right away from LAX to JFK and several lawyers saw to stay as soon as this transpired. Those were granted in a couple states, then acting AG Sally Yates refused to act as counterweight, so the Donald had her fired. But still without a verdict one and an EO way too burdensome, a state AG Bob Ferguson asked the order be delayed. So a TRO was duly granted, Donald Trump then raved and ranted and still refused to just recant it, though mistakes were clearly made. But through a mix of unchecked pride and the fact that he's unqualified, he couldn't set draft one aside well, his legal team where he works at. So despite the loss, he wouldn't budge, and instead he tweeted about his grudge against that stupid so-called judge and then appealed to the Ninth Circuit. So it fell to the appellants, and they said, what the hell? It's like they couldn't even spell unless that paperclip assisted. They clearly botched the ban, and thus, despite Trump's vicious animus, the decision was unanimous, and the TRO persisted. So the pouty, pompous POTUS said he'd take it to the SCOTUS. They said, did you goad us by threatening to take a court to court? You're a malefical official, and your plans are prejudicial, and you're just what the judicial branch was put in place to thwart. Bitch. On Thursday morning, Donald Trump realized SNL was getting pretty close to their next episode, so he held a press conference to help them out. And since it hit on most of the major political topics we wanted to talk about this week, we figured we could play a quick game of Count the Bullshit and break down Trump's performance. You guys ready? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, if you want to yeah. turn this into a drinking game at home, uh, you can, but you'll die. You will die. <laughs> you will die. Now, technically, this was supposed to be a press conference about his new nominee for Secretary of Labor, Alex Acosta. But uh, complimenting Hispanic people gives him a nervous tick. <laughs> so he speed introduced Mr. Acosta in about 10 seconds, stopped convulsing, and then spent the rest of the time rambling in sentence fragments and ducking questions yeah, for the rest of the much. conference. But don't worry, he did manage to lie during those 10 seconds when he said that Acosta was still a member of the National Labor Relations Board, which he was nope. 14 now. years ago. <laughs> 
It's like introducing Noah today as a man in his 60s or the women Heath dates is born yet. <laughs> All right, let's start with the opening remarks. Uh, very first thing, he says, Paul Singer used to hate me. Now he hates me and I'm the president. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, opening. For no reason. <laughs> Threatened to turn him into a springy toy puppet by calling him a bad, bad man. <laughs> And by the way, if it seems like Heath just made a sharp left turn with no warning, get used to that. I mean, it's not like he missed a setup that explains why Trump would be talking about Paul Singer or who indeed Paul Singer is. There isn't one. Like virtually everything in this press conference, this was apropos of nothing. Yeah. By the way, this guy's from Harvard Law. We need to ask Andrew about what they do at Harvard Law. Acosta (laughs) and and, uh, Paul Singer. Yeah. I know there's lots of good people, too, but... Also, Neil Gorsuch, Ted Cruz, Mitt Romney, Paul Singer. Can you major in wealthy bigot supervillain there, Andrew? (laughs) They should stop offering that. I would think. Talk to your boys. Andrew wouldn't fuck a kid at Bohemian Grove so he didn't qualify (laughs) for that class. No, I'll worship the owl. All right, let's see. Uh, Next up, uh, Trump cited a Rasmussen poll as evidence that the American people are behind him. Because all the real polls show him with a record-breaking disapproval rate. <laughs> and, and, and this is such monumental bullshit. Okay, the Rasmussen poll has a likely voter filter. <laughs> We're not polling about an election! What the fuck? Yeah, Rasmussen is the Zales of polling. Next time he'll just be <laughs> listing Twitter polls from r slash the Donald. <laughs> right! <laughs> yeah. Steve Bannon liked my last tweet. That's equally relevant as a Rasmussen poll. Really? Point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's quoting how many shares he got or whatever. And this is also where we get basically his thesis statement for the whole thing about how he's there to set the record straight since all them fake news assholes are making it sound like he doesn't know how to president. Yeah. Uh, he also mentions all the new factories that are opening up in the last three weeks apparently lots of now that (laughs) all the planning yeah right (laughs) now that he's deregulating stuff like where toxic sludge is allowed to go so i guess it makes sense yeah when when you hit that sludge equilibrium the economy really starts humming (laughs) it's important he also at this point he says that he inherited a mess three times in four sentences at one point imagine if he'd followed a republican he goes (laughs) unjustified he's like Oh, I'm sorry. Are you the president who inherited an unstable Middle East? Must be rough, bro. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. And, and for the record, like, not that anyone listening to this doesn't know this, but Donald Trump saying he inherited a mess is like me saying I built scathing atheists from the ground up. You know, <laughs> Heath was really dragging the show down. But I brought a level of interruption and divisive infighting that the community really needed. <laughs> <laughs> we did need that. We're not going to fight about this now. Moving on. Moving on. We'll fight later. Okay, so... uh <laughs> Next up, he got into foreign affairs for a minute. Uh, basically, he listed six national leaders he hasn't sent a dick pic. Yeah. So that yeah. was nice. Or, or hung up on like an abusive girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I love, he describes his conversation with foreign leaders as, quote, more productive than you would understand, end quote. So I guess only brains as really very big as his can even hold all of it. Hmm. Yeah. So a little good news there. Great. Uh incomprehensible productivity that's what we look for in a president like the aliens at the end of crystal skull if you saw those conversations he was having with prime ministers (laughs) (laughs) yeah the conference was a lot like that movie yes Um, anyway uh he's about 10 minutes into the conference now so obviously it's time to 
brag about the size of his electoral oh, college victory. Oh, for fuck's sake, still! <laughs> so he repeats the claim that he had the biggest electoral college victory since Reagan, which is obviously false. And we know this by counting. You can't <laughs> trick us. Spoiler alert, that's going to come back. Uh, yep. <laughs> but, to, but to be fair, I, I don't really mind him going far into the past because he does go from his victory... Two, when he was running against Hillary Clinton. So he seemed, I, I thought he was going to announce the first season of The Apprentice by the end of this conference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but come on, let's be fair, guys. He clearly meant Republican presidents, not named George since mm. Reagan. <laughs> also, in fairness, he did say, I guess it was the biggest win since Reagan. Those oh, right, exact words. Right, He's yeah. just terrible at guessing. He's not <laughs> blatantly the, lying. He's just really real bad problem. at guessing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is also where he explains that the media is wrong about all the chaos in the White House. Apparently, the leaks, the botched Muslim ban, Flynn Gate, the nobody wanting to work for him, the screaming person he saw it in half right there on stage. That's all part of the trick. It's fine. Exact words. This administration is running... Like a fine-tuned like machine. Fine I think you're looking for a well-oiled or instrument. One yeah. half of that is wrong. <laughs> Maybe he means like argument from fine-tuning. You know, like how life can't survive in 99% of the vacuum of space. Oh, 100% of the vacuum of space, actually. Yeah, uh, this is also where he announces... Some space that- you can survive in. Don't let him crush your dreams. <laughs> nothing survives in the vacuum of space. There's nothing there. You know, there's technically no vacuum either. But yeah, I will survive is- in the vacuum of space. <laughs> New Patreon goal. <laughs> Watch Eli into space. Now, also, and I have to talk about this. This is where he announces his campaign rally in Florida. Right? This happened on Saturday. And that's fucking terrifying. Not just because it's a dictatory type of thing. But look, there are six international crises going on. There's no national security advisor. And this asshole's first priority is an ego-stroking campaign rally for time travelers. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to build a flux capacitor. Mexico's going to pay for it. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, this brings us to the whining about delayed confirmations on his cabinet picks segment, which is a a weird thing to bring up after you just had to fire a cabinet official. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing as the Democrats delaying him hasn't yet tied the Republican record of uh, forever for the Supreme Court, Mm -hmm. uh, he can shut the fuck up forever. That's how that works now. That would be nice. There's no amount of delay. It's infinite. (laughs) Yep. That's the new precedent forever. Um, So next up, before moving on to the questions, we're about to get there. Uh, First, though, we got a list of Trump's many accomplishments. For example, um, withdrawing from the TPP. That was Mm -hmm. one of them. Which I, I know a lot of liberals are happy about, and I even understand why. But you have to understand, this means Donald Trump is now going to negotiate our trade deals. <laughs> Donald Trump. Yeah. You Lovely. like steel? You like things made out of steel? I bet you do. <laughs> Let's see. He also eliminated regulations on businesses. Ah. That was a, an accomplishment. S- still his. can't use Patreon directly for hookers, so who cares? Yet. Yet. <laughs> Fact check, by the way. He says the rest of the world has a fraction of the regulations we have at this point. And that's true because all numbers can be expressed as fractions. But that's the (laughs) only way. The U.S. is ranked eighth in the world in terms of ease of doing business, according to NPR. So just want to throw that out there. Uh, He told the Department of Homeland Security to stop all the drugs. Yeah, that. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently drugs are becoming cheaper than candy bars. 
Where not my fucking drugs. No shit. Like, <laughs> where's that vending machine? Dude. Or let yeah, or exactly, or let me try one of those candy bars. They must be awesome. Reason I will shake that machine. <laughs> you guys know what to do. All right. Uh, speaking of which, he's already working on a, a catapult to shoot Mexicans back where they came from. <laughs> so that was good. Yeah. Right. He also repeats the sanctuary cities lie here, which a has no definition, so he can call whatever the fuck he wants a sanctuary city. And when they've studied. This so-called sanctuary cities thing, uh, they don't have higher crime than non-so-called sanctuary cities, just huh. better Mexican food. So That's, I don't really... <laughs> who is doing the raping? That's a great question, actually. <laughs> it's Donald. It's um, let's see. He also, uh, he would have stopped ISIS if it weren't for uh, those meddling appellate judges. He points oh, that out. Fuck's sake. Yeah, it, 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 then, it then goes on. Like, for this long thing about how many of the Ninth Circuit court decisions get overruled because, you know, you can never undermine the judiciary enough. No such thing as too much. Yeah, and he says it's the most overturned court in the nation, which is not true. Nope. It doesn't make them bad at their jobs. That's not how the Ninth Circuit works. <laughs> and you know what? They're always getting it wrong. <laughs> you know the... The Supreme Court only takes the ones where they may have fucked up, right? You do know that that's how that... And it's not, and that's the thing. He says, like, 80% of their decisions... No, they're not! 80% of the decisions appealed. 79 or whatever percent of the decisions that are appealed. 80% of their decisions aren't overturned. Anyway, yeah. Amazing. Let's see, he also mentioned how he's, quote, begun preparing to repeal Obamacare. <laughs> begun preparing, so, uh, huh? yeah. <laughs> Opening stages of starting to begin the outset of preparing to repeal soon. He's right. getting there. <laughs> He's writing the cookbook on how the poor should eat their children, but it isn't published yet. <laughs> I think it's... Yeah. The caged ones are more tender. Oh, obviously. And I, I want to point out here, like, Republicans have voted to repeal this shit 82 times 10 to the 12 times, and now that they can, they're looking at each other going, fuck, how would that even work? What would we... I don't get... What were we planning here? <laughs> uh, let's see. He's also personally built factories with his bare hands in the last three weeks, mm -hmm. I guess. Tiny little factories <laughs> for ants. <laughs> and almost everything. Cause this is where he goes off on the list of all the new jobs that are created because of him. And almost everything he says is bullshit. He lists a shitload of factories and jobs that had already been announced long before he was. Uh, I mean, he listed Walmart adding the number of jobs Walmart added last year and the year before. Yeah. So if you're playing the drinking game, uh, stick the bottle up your ass and do a handstand at this point. <laughs> Way ahead of you, Eli. Way. What game, though? What game? <laughs> this is fun either way. All right. One last thing. Um, he bragged about nominating Neil Gorsuch. He did. Yeah. So in case you were keeping count, with two exceptions, every accomplishment he listed was either a lie or a non-action, like telling someone to eventually do something. And the other two, of the other two, one was blocked by the courts and the other one is a pending nomination. So way to go, man. <laughs> yeah. So with literally nothing out of the way, he opened it up to <laughs> questions. Now, until this point, it's just been weird Trump nonsense sprinkled in with alternative facts. But from here, it starts getting really Really depressing. Yeah. So to reiterate, we haven't gotten to the depressing parts yet. <laughs> and depressing part. Here we go. First question. It, it was actually hard to hear in the video, but it was something along the lines of uh, what the fuck is going on with Michael Flynn? Yeah. 
To which he responded, oh, yeah, uh, he quit. I think it was family stuff or something. Didn't want to ask too many questions, not get personal. Anyway, everything you guys say is fake news, and the real problem with fire is smoke alarms. Okay, that, that wraps it up. Who wants Taco Bell? Good press conference. Also, am I because he goes off on the leaks here, and am I the only one who finds it odd to defend oneself by pointing out how incompetent one is? All right. He actually goes off on this whole tirade about like, well, I can't even seem to have a confidential call with Mexico's president without fucking it up. And I'm like, what are you trying to convince me of, bro? (laughs) His actual excuse was, it's all fake news, and you guys weren't supposed to hear about the fake news, classified (laughs) fake news. That's the excuse. All right, uh, so moving on to question two, why did you keep your vice president in the dark, which was either about Pence's conversations with Mike Flynn or maybe about how Trump is fucking his VP in a sex dungeon under Comet Ping Pong. It's hard to say. Maybe both. It could be. I think the honest answer was because every time I talk to him, he runs his hands down his face and goes, ay, 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 ay. (laughs) Can't see when you do that. Probably learned that from the first lady. Smart move. (laughs) All right. uh, Question three. Did your campaign have contact with Russian spies? Now, the correct answer is either no or I resign. (laughs) He got it wrong. He did. (laughs) It's true. Uh, Yeah, his response was that the failing New York Times, not failing, wrote a mean story about (laughs) me, which is totally not true. Then he lied about having business in Russia, which, just a quick reminder, he hasn't released his tax returns to prove that, but his son (laughs) told a real estate conference in 2008 that, quote, Russians make up a disproportionate cross-section of a lot of our assets. We see a lot of money pouring in from Russia, end quote. And he also has literally tweeted asking if Putin will be his best friend. Yeah. <laughs> and at one point here, he even gives the, uh, like, they never even called from my side of the storyline. Right? Like, none of these reporters ever even called. You're the fucking president. What are they going to fucking tweet you at Real Donald? What's up with you and Putin? Hashtag besties. You're the fucking president. <laughs> I want to communicate via iMessages. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question four. And this is one of my favorites because Trump's answer to everything is you can't trust the media, so I'm going to speak directly to the people. Mm-hmm. And the question here was, weren't you just a moment ago saying false things about your electoral college margin while you were telling people how trustworthy you are? <laughs> Didn't that just happen? Right. Yep. This dude is literally like, hey, man, you just fucking lied. I meant Republicans. Still a lie. Founded on a yik-yak. What does it fucking take? (laughs) Donald, should I read it back to you? I can read it back to you. You said yik-yak. Next. (laughs) Next. Stand up. Sit down. Stand up. Sit down. Raise your hand. The other hand. Show me the back of your hand. Paint your nails. A different, a darker shade of red. You're a winter. Sit down. (laughs) Terrible question. Right foot green. All right. Um, So (laughs) apparently Trump is so obsessed with his bigly electoral margin, he rushes away from this question so he can get back to his campaign being accused of treason. That was a dodge. That was a dodge. And uh, we get a two-part question here. Part one, what evidence did you weigh to determine that Flynn didn't do anything wrong? And part two, what are you planning to do about 
all those illegal leaks that you're somehow more worried about than the treason accusations. To which his answer is basically, I have no idea what Flynn did wrong, and whenever people try to explain it to me, I demand they do it through sock puppets. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and to be fair here, look, as near as I can tell, what Flynn did, or at least what he's admitted to doing so far, is pretty small potatoes. I mean, yes, technically it violates the Logan Act. No one's ever been prosecuted under the Logan Act. So this really is a case of the cover-up being worse than the crime. But more than that, it's a case of them being too incompetent to know the severity of their crime, right? It's like, fuck, we got a parking ticket. What if we murder the meter maid? We (laughs) can get out of it. Rape her so that they think it's someone that isn't us. (laughs) Bomb the city she's from. (laughs) Then he followed that up by vaguely hinting he was going to waterboard James Comey until he knows who keeps giving away the fact that his cabinet is run by a magic eight ball designed by Nazis. <laughs> sure, all that's approved by the Attorney General. It's oh, fine. yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, next designed up. by the Attorney General, maybe. Even. <laughs> all right, next up we get uh, another two-parter. Part one asked for a flat yes or no on the did you collude with the Russian government to rig the election, which Trump doesn't answer for the second time. Mm-hmm. And then part two was just stating the obvious fact that you can't say classified information is leaking out and also say those reports are lies at the same time. Because we don't classify things that are false because that would be stupid and meaningless. (laughs) And and this is where we get the line that this press conference will most be remembered for other than the racism. This is where he says, and I quote, the leaks are absolutely real. The news is fake because so much of the news is fake. <laughs> End quote. Just see everyone with a chalkboard in their mind. P equals Q. P does not equal Q. <laughs> Must ask question. <laughs> Although he might be talking about something else. Um, I don't know. Golden showers. Those are leaks. Melania's orgasms. <laughs> Those it's, are fake. It's not all the way clear. All the way clear. <laughs> a lot of fake leaks. And... and- we should be clear about what Trump is doing here. Fake news won Trump this election, right? It was a huge part of him winning this election, yeah. right? Hey, here's an example. The primary, the Democratic primary, wasn't rigged. You see those comments? You see those comments in the comments section? That's what I'm talking about. So what he's done is adopted it to make the term meaningless. Yes. I'm fake. You're a fake. Everywhere a fake, fake. Oh, McDonald had <laughs> yeah. a fun. And this is also where he mentions that the press has a lower approval rating than Congress. And and again, I know this is like a little soapboxy, but this is Trump's strategy. One of the major components of this and a lot of right wing platforms is to undermine institutions, right? Global warming, eh, science schmience. Trans rights, psychology isn't hard science. Media exposing that you're a treasonous fraud, yeah, well, they're the same as Steph Molyneux. And, and this isn't just Republicans. This is our own community as well. We should take note of this. Also, uh, worth noting, he's wrong. Congress has a worse approval rating than the press. Also worse than cockroaches, root canals, and nickelback. All of those things are true, by the way. There's actually a study where they asked people a survey. Yeah. Kind of dragging root canals through the mud there. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it's a good procedure. It's useful. Ne- uh, next up, we get another reporter asking him to say, I, Donald Trump, did not collude with the Russian government to rig the election. Please just say that. And he fails to say that. Again. <laughs> Did you spy for China? I don't own any land in China. That's not an answer. You're not an answer. (laughs) (laughs) 
And, and you know that's not true because that, you keep saying like every time they're like, um, you know, did you spy for the Russians or whatever? Did you collude with the Russians? He says, I don't own anything in Russia. And that's not the question they're asking. But, you know, he's lying because he keeps specifically denying that without being specifically asked about it. <laughs> Cop says, hey, can I use your phone? He says, there's no dead hooker in my trunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he also defends himself by alleging that. Hillary had all those debate questions in advance, because this is related. It's basically like colluding <laughs> with the Russians, same thing. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. It's like Herb Stemple. That's why we hanged him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, considering she's president, this this does actually matter. <laughs> but hey, while we're here, just for the cheap seats, a reminder, uh, Donna Brazil, a CNN commenter, emailed the campaign during the Democratic primaries to expect a question about water at a town hall in Flint, Michigan. <laughs> the same That's... as colluding with the Russians. Psst, yeah. Tipped him off, yeah. And, and again, we, we get a few rounds of clarification here, um, asking him if he told Flynn to discuss the Russian sanctions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he finally lies. I mean, says no. You mean lies. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, by now, Trump clearly needs a nap and a bottle, but he does take another question, which was basically, hey, you were you were all about leaking stuff when Hillary's email was showing up on WikiLeaks. What happened? Is it bitter, the taste in your mouth? Do you want an outside? <laughs> Are you going to be okay? Yeah. And his response here is that if he had been hacked, it would have been a huge news story, which is true, and I, I can't wait for it because he uses a fucking tin can with Steve Bannon on the other end of the string, but has nothing to do with why he was okay with WikiLeaks and not people asking for help while aboard a sinking ship that he's the captain of. <laughs> right. <laughs> the uh, same reporter also follows up by asking what the hell he meant by the leaks are real, but the news is fake. Yes. Because, again, that's nonsense. Oh, is, is this the part where he pl- plugs uh, Fox and Friends? They're very good. Yeah. yeah. Very fair. <laughs> yeah. But but occasionally they're, they're not nice to me also. His answer here is that everyone is super mean to him on the fucking news. Yeah. Well, like like as though he honestly can't tell the difference between being mean and being dishonest. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where we get another one of my favorite, favorite moments when he pre-complains about how the media is going to make fun of him for pre-complaining about them during the press conference. He says, tomorrow the headlines are going to say, Donald Trump rants and raves at the press. Hear me now. I am not ranting and raving. (laughs) Who the fuck preemptively rants that he's not ranting and raving? He's insane. I'm not yelling. You're yelling. (laughs) Calmer than you are. (laughs) I'm calmer than you are. (laughs) Exactly. Now, uh, one other point here. The reporter's name is Jim Acosta, and his new labor secretary is Alex Acosta. So, like, I mean, I I get it. Those rhyme. But (laughs) when you campaign on the Mexicans are rapists platform, maybe don't ask the two Latino guys if they're related. Just avoid avoid that in general. If you're not related, how come you two look identical? Holy shit, it's twins. (laughs) They see on each other for me. Barack Obama touched everything in here. (laughs) And eventually, Acosta asks if Trump even recognizes that pretending true shit is fake is bad for society. And he very clearly doesn't. Yeah, no, his answer is, look, I don't always undermine the First Amendment, but when I do, it's dos (laughs) equis. Hold on, though. Is is Trump into safe spaces? I didn't realize. Here's the thing of his. Me and Dan Errol will cut your head off with a sword. 
on Al Jazeera. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, the next reporter follows up on that theme and asks, can you provide some evidence that the stuff you label fake news isn't true, specifically regarding the Russian stuff? And he very clearly cannot do that. No. He brings up the Rasmussen poll again, too. And this time... (laughs) It has him, in his words, through the roof. Now, look, I get why he's cherry-picking that poll. It's the only one that shows him above water. But even their approval number on it is only 55%. That's still, like, really fucking low. (laughs) Maybe he's using Baseball Hall of Fame rules, I guess. 500. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Baseball. <laughs> that's the a batting average you're talking about? A 500 batting yeah, average? 500. Yeah. No, that's, get, a, that's a pretty good thing. number. That's yeah, a pretty good 50, number. 5%. You'd probably make the haul at 500. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Um, so this is also where uh, he accuses Hillary Clinton of giving Russia 20% of our uranium. <sighs> like she tossed it in during a baseball card trade. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right, yeah. And not six like... slammers. <laughs> <laughs> he also he offers a quick explanation for everybody of what uranium is. This was so amazing. I'm going to quote it for you here. I I actually got this out of the dictionary, but it's the same dictionary that Donald used. Uranium, noun, this thing called nuclear weapons and other things, and like (laughs) lots of things are done with uranium, including some bad things. (laughs) Often used to make nuclear bombs whose radiation can create chimeras, right? (laughs) That's that's exactly it, yeah. (sighs) Uh, He also, in this section casually mentions how cool it would be to attack a Russian warship. <laughs> the fuck was up? Like, insane. Like, you know what would be, be great for my poll numbers? Cold War II. Well, I, think, I, I think that would bump him. Oh my god, that was so terrifying. Because like in the moment, it was clear that he honestly thought that provoking a global thermonuclear war would make the voters happy. That's what we're after. Like, like if shit gets bad enough in the White House, he's going to turn to somebody and say, well... Time to nuke Russian ships in international waters and get those approval ratings back up, I guess. We've tried everything. <laughs> Pulls out an applause meter What's that? Civilian targets? Yeah! <laughs> One more time, military? Boo. Civilian. <laughs> Yay! Got it. Uh, all right. Uh, then, we get a, <laughs> then we get a major gear shift with the next question, which is about tax reform and how quickly we're going to see that. Mm-hmm. And he says in his answer... That they're in the, quote, final stages of repealing Obamacare, which is not exactly related. And again, th- this is impressive considering about 20 minutes earlier, they'd only begun to prepare the beginning <laughs> yeah, of the right. cookbook. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Curtain opens behind him to reveal Paul Ryan in front of a chalkboard that just says, does eating sick people make you sick? Question <laughs> 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 uh, and uh, then we get back to... Russian warships and ballistic missile testing, or we try to anyway, but Trump never lets the reporter finish the question. Not good. (laughs) Instead, he starts talking about Hillary's reset button from 2009 being a stupid idea. The one that symbolized, hey, let's you and us both not blow up the planet. That button. The one she gave to Russia. Yeah, and and, and this may have been his scariest answer, too, because he basically says, yeah, Russia's probably going to bomb the fuck out of us, and it'll be the media's fault for making me look stupid. So he's laying the scapegoat groundwork for World War III. (laughs) This is also where Trump told everyone about his uh, really big secret weapon that he's not going to tell us about. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then from there, he made a natural segue to how BBC is fake news Mm -hmm. before taking a question from BBC News, (laughs) asking if he was proud how smoothly the travel ban worked out. (laughs) Yeah, right. He's going, hey, you keep saying it's a fine-tuned machine, but we see it. We can see the machine. And I I love this moment, too, because... He's trying to his damnedest to cut the reporter off and be rude to him, but the guy just wraps up his questions so quick that Trump's telling him to sit down and shut up well after he's done talking and sitting down. <laughs> it's the best. Trump's like, wait, 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 fuck, fuck. Dude, ask the question again. I want to interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt you faster. Start again. <laughs> yeah, the Brits were like, we invented the language you people roll monster trucks over and we let our version of Congress yell at each other. Do you know how bad you are at your job? Sh- shut up. No. Damn <laughs> God damn, you yeah, provocateur. And, and clearly, by the way, the only problem with his travel ban was the judicial system and the law. That was the problem. This is like Apple saying the maps are fine, but the earth is wrong. We do not <laughs> criticize Apple on this show. Apple is the only reason I can operate a phone or a computer. <laughs> Apple is the only reason that you think that's a talent. I think differently. <laughs> Same specs, double the price. And... uh <laughs> Then we get attempt Worst number counts four. Different. <laughs> we get attempt number four to get a yes or no on Russia helping Trump's campaign. The reporter actually says this time, I was just hoping that we could get a literal yes or no. And Trump answered, Russia is a ruse. What exact does words. that mean? The, all all of, it. of it. Yeah. There's a dead reporter crushed inside the cage. Prestige. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, not going great for Trump at this point. Uh, so this is where he asks for a friendly reporter. Oh my god! Like, like he's got a t-shirt cannon and he's looking for the biggest smile out there in the audience. <laughs> he ends up calling on a Jewish guy who, who gives him a giant softball. As it turns out, basically, hey, I know you're you're not a Jew hating racist. I know that, but can you please just say on the record, uh, just say I don't hate Jews. That'd please. be great. And Trump doesn't do it. He won't do it. He actually gets mad yeah. about the question being too complicated. <laughs> that was not a simple question. No, I will not. Uh, it's disgusting. Hey, w- Jesus. Also, can we point out, could this guy have been more fucking Jewish? <laughs> in a room full of gentlemen in suits, he's dressed in fucking ancient Talmudic garb, and he is soaked in sweat. Yeah. I was... I was <laughs> 98% sure his question was going to be about the air conditioning. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I just... Uh, there okay. was there were bagels and schmitz at the back, but I didn't get any, so I'm going to go have a little n- now. <laughs> All right. Well, Eli, same question. Please say I don't hate Jews. Uh, it's fake news. That's a disgusting <laughs> question. Too complicated. All right. So speaking of anti-Semitism, Trump got a similar question the day before, actually, during a press conference with Netanyahu. And his answer was mostly about his girthy, uncut electoral margin again. It was, yeah. And, Not sure why. And also, this is where he explains that he is, A, the least anti-Semitic person, and B, the least racist like he's like negative racist. <laughs> I'm the least racist person in the world is what your fucking aunt Kathy says to defend her racist Obama meme on Facebook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, insulting question, Jesus. Right? Oh, for fuck's sake. I'll fuck a black Jew right now. Let's do it. <laughs> Bring me a black Jew right on this podium. I'll settle this. <laughs> Bring me Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> 
he's an attractive man. Anyway, uh, speaking of not being racist, <laughs> the next question was about the immigration raids and whether or not Trump's finalized the plans for his uh, deadly Mexican obstacle course or whatever he's working on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. It's funny. The whole thing ends with like, uh, uh, like say, anti-Semitism. Uh, Mexican hate, sexism, black hate. Yeah, no, he saves all the racism for the end. And his answer here is that he's going to show great heart. And what I feel like that means is that he's going to carve great hearts out of the immigrants and stake them on the parapets of the border wall as a warning to others. Um, <laughs> he's also very clearly baiting an Eli Bosnick story joke with the following actual thoughts on DACA. Quote, I love these kids. I love kids, and I find it very, very hard <laughs> doing what the law says exactly to do. End quote. I feel you, brother. We should move to Kentucky. <laughs> they should have ReasonCon in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> and then, finally, he gets an easy question. Mm -hmm. uh, well, he already got several, in my opinion. Like, just say, I'm not racist out loud. But this one's easy even for Trump. <laughs> Basically, just like, how's your wife? And he, he's, oh, he's and he just comes all over that question, doesn't he? He's like, now that's what I call a great question. Trivial, without substance, and impossible for even me to fuck up. Well, no, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except that he says she's unfairly maligned like seriously dude michelle had well-developed arms and people who spoke at the republican national convention called her a dude your <laughs> wife did lesbian porn imagine if michelle obama did lesbian porn if only Ooh. for your own enjoyment at yeah, home like i wasn't <laughs> imagining that he right also says it. of melania quote and helping her and working her sick will be ivanka <laughs> And huh. I'm looking forward to that. I will admit, spice these pressers the fuck up, bro. <laughs> and you know who else has a hot wife? Marco Rubio said the president of the United <laughs> States during a press conference. That's a real thing that happened. Apparently, Trump had dinner with the Rubios the other day, and they talked about Cuba, and based on the tone, probably did a fuck swap. Yes. I'm not sure. That's what it sounded like. Keys in the bowl. <laughs> There's only two of us, Donald. Just, <laughs> just fuck my wife. You're the president. <laughs> and uh, Here's another actual sentence from the president of the United States. Cuba was very good to me in the Florida election. As you know, the Cuban people Americans. <laughs> he said that. That's what he said. Word for word. <laughs> if you'd no like idea. your Cuban people Americans t-shirts. <laughs> the order of his words in that answer. It's amazing. I have no idea. Okay, we're almost done. We're almost done. Next to last question. Uh, and Trump's asked... What he plans to do about the inner cities, other than describe them as terrifying hellscapes and threaten to send in the feds, whatever the fuck that would mean. And this is where we learn that the president very clearly has no idea what the Congressional Black Caucus is. Yeah. And he asks this black reporter to like set up a meeting for him with her Negro bat phone or one of those secret <laughs> handshakes. It's so upsetting. Stealing my fucking bits. Can you introduce me to Denzel Washington? <laughs> <laughs> I loved him in AI. This was... <laughs> This is so fucking bad. This is also where he said he was going to meet with Elijah Cummings, but Chuck Schumer wouldn't let him, which Cummings says was bullshit. But but the insane thing about this isn't that it's a useless lie. It's that it reveals that when she says Congressional Black Caucus, he feels like answering any question about a black person will suffice. <laughs> yeah, just like O.J. Simpson. 
Not a Jew. That was the question, right? <laughs> so you asked? Honestly, True. honestly, I knew he was the bad guy the whole time at Unbreakable, and they are very, very <laughs> unfair to him in that movie. <laughs> All right. And uh, finally, we are to the last question of the day. And it's another one about anti-Semitism. Basically, the reporter points out that wouldn't really matter that much if Hitler had Jewish friends. doesn't make it that much better. <laughs> and he asks, okay, so you know how all the racists seem to love you? And you know how that's not true for all the, all the anything else's? <laughs> Any thoughts on that? Well, but it turns out that the racism is also fake. Right. It's his enemies pretending that he refuses to denounce anti-Semitism in the KKA. They're the ones refusing to him denouncing those things. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and he intimates here that like me and Callie Wright are spraying swastikas on walls. Otherwise, what would we have to talk about? No, right. We have nothing to make fun <laughs> of about this guy. <sighs> yep. And then he closes by reminding us that the real cause of racism is the first black president in the oh. history of the United States. That's really it is. close. Yes. Like, Thanks, Obama. Thanks for all the racism. Your fault. You people did that. <laughs> Jesus. That's the thought he wanted to leave him with. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And that's going to do it for episode 44. Thanks to No Illusions. Thanks to Eli Bosnick. And thanks to all those listeners who liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening. And please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like... Andrew, Michael, Christopher, Melissa, Stephanie, Robert, Eric, Chris, Anne, Alan, D.W., Amy, a very British atheist, Michael, Jatiel, David at the Rambling Blog, Casey, Betty, Brad and Laurie, Jeff, Terry, Sneaky, Brent, Other Andrew, Marcus, Krista, John, Gordo, Ross, April, Evan, Adipose, Rex, Crafty with a K, Stephen and Kelsey, Tyler, Daniel, Eric with a K, Dennis, Ian, Ashley, Teresa, Janet, Sakashite, Nick, John, Ben, Cherry, Other Daniel, Travis, Mike, Lisa, Joshua, Becky, Shane, Tamara, Mike and Michelle, James, Ulakai, Angela, Sean, Mark, Nene's Coffee, Phil, Ken, Anonymous, Joseph, Scott, Other Teresa, Beth, Gary, Sarah, Jared, Helen, Matt, Jennifer, Kevin, Deborah, James, Quisats, Carlos, Chuck, Lewis, Robert, and El Presidente, eccentric millionaire, the Donald J. Trump, whose genitals are like grilled cheese and tomato soup. I want them inside me. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people, if you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Scathing Atheist and God Awful Movies, available on iTunes, Stitcher, or the Deep Web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penist. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. He is the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign-off. How about democracy's a failed experiment? Can that be our catchphrase sign-off? <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved.